My name is Sam Bradford and I'm a chartered financial planner and also a keeper of chickens in my garden. My mission is to help people have a healthy relationship with money, one where they can feel educated and confident to make their own financial decisions. Financial Chat from the Chicken Coop provides bite-sized financial education and nuggets of information so that you can be empowered and inspired to create financial freedom and build up your own nest egg for the future. Hi, it's more chat from the chicken coop here and I'm delighted to be joined by Simplicity's brand newest employee, Rachel Parks. Hello everyone. So I'm really excited to introduce Rachel because not only is she our new employee and a fully qualified financial advisor and a woman to boot, she's also my daughter. So <laughs> it's super, super exciting to have a mother and daughter firm now and one that is I would say bucking the trend when it comes to financial advice how many financial advisors are out there that are women we'd probably say probably around 10% now yeah I think so and uh, and now a homegrown a brand new one (laughs) (laughs) the apple hasn't fallen very far from the tree my questions will be to Rachel today so I thought it'd be really interesting to ask Rachel some questions all about her journey as a young new professional into the financial services industry and but the first question I have to ask you Rachel is why did you want to become a financial planner Well, that's quite an interesting answer to that story, really. So going through school, I always really enjoyed maths and the sciences and things like that. And so I thought, okay, what career path would allow me to actually help people and make a difference? So I thought about a few of the obvious ones. And initially, it was actually being a doctor that came to mind. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go to medical school. And that's going to be the way that I can give back. And I got there and I actually realized that it wasn't for me at all. So Back to the drawing board. Okay, so right, we go back. I like the maths and the sciences. What can I do within that realm that can help people? So I went down the maths route and I thought, okay, perhaps I'm quite financially literate. Other people aren't. So is there a way that I can help the people around me to feel more confident with their money and going through all the jargon and trying to break it down for people so that it's easy to understand? I knew a little bit about what you did. I knew that you really enjoyed it and you got a lot out of it. So I thought, okay, I'm going to pursue this and and see where it takes me. So I changed my degree to economics. I thought that that would be a really good point of view to come from, looking at the world issues and particularly the issues within this country and fiscal and monetary policy. So I thought, okay, great. Well, I'll do that with a view to becoming a financial advisor. And so I did my three years in economics. And then I joined a small financial advice firm in Norwich, which is where I went to uni. So spent a couple of years there, I thought, okay, I'm also thinking a little bit different now. It's something maybe a little bit more exciting, a little bit more modern. And here I am with simplicity with my mum. We did have a discussion in the office. Do we call each other by our nicknames? Obviously, I'm mum. Boring. But I'm mum. Rachie Page. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I now realise we don't treat each other any differently. Rachel does call me mum, but it's perfectly fine. Mm. Why pretend otherwise we are mother and daughter? But it's been really exciting Mm. to have you here with me, I must say. And 
I have to say, I have never been so tidy all around <laughs> me this afternoon. I didn't realise Rachel was such a Marie Kondo fan <laughs> and she's Marie Kondo'd my desk. So uh, for those who don't know who Marie Kondo is, she is the queen of tidying up mm. and therefore I now have the tidiest desk, I think, in the whole <laughs> of Milton Keynes. It's great, but as Rachel put it, what did you call it? Tidy mind? Tidy mind. Tidy it's, desk, you know, tidy mind. How many big officers have a clear desk policy? And is true. I, I do think that if you know where everything is, then you can just get on with the work in front of you. So I think this is a new leaf for you, turning over a new leaf. <laughs> so you're going to be the organisational one now. Oh, I don't know if I will be. I'm, I'm <laughs> handing over the, the tidy up uh, rotor to you. I think you are perfect for, for being able to keep me on the straight and narrow there. <laughs> I think that there's never enough... Um, young people or there's not enough I should say young people understanding how this is an industry for them particularly Mm. young women Mm. and if you don't mind sharing your age Rachel 24 about to turn 25 so yeah and I think such a tender age it's a great role model that you can play to other people Mm. so we've had a little chat but you want to focus in on some specific marketplaces specific areas Mm. so what sort of things would you like to do I think that the the type of client I'm most passionate about are those younger investors. Let, let's say I was a ballpark under 35s who are starting families. They've kind of started their careers, but they're now starting to see those promotions come in and maybe going more senior roles. They're, they're really settling into life. Uni and, and being a teenager is, is long gone. And they're ready to start looking at their money a bit more seriously. Obviously, with my age group and with my peers around me, I I see that there is a lot of confusion around money. And there's so many reasons for that. I do think that financial education doesn't start young enough, if at all. I don't really remember being taught anything about money at school. So I think that unless you have parents who are willing to take the time out to teach you a little bit about it, I think it's very difficult to know. And so I think a lot of people my age are are putting their head in the sand and just Mm -hmm. hoping for the best. And things like protection life insurance or an emergency fund, it doesn't really cross their minds because they're living month to month and they're thinking, okay, I just need the amount I need to live off and I won't save because I don't know anything about it. So for me, I want to really help the younger generation to feel more empowered about money. I really... I'm thrilled that you want to help our younger generation because it is a problem. We notice that. And I'm not getting any younger. And the more I have a gap between the age I am and the younger generation coming in, the less likely they're going to engage with me. Although I'm a slightly different type of financial planner to, to the most part. I'm not saying that's a, a a bad thing to be a male over 50. <laughs> but they tend to be that stereotype. Yes. And, and I think it has to be relatable. Yeah, for you, being able to be a young person not long out of university yourself understanding what student debt is all about Mm. and being able to guide them on the path towards financial freedom of being able to own their own home rather than renting understand debt how to get out of debt making sure that they're not borrowing more than they can take on absolutely really important isn't it it is yeah and educating them in some of our simple ways that we are simplicity at the end of the day (laughs) so we want to make things as simple and easy to understand as possible so yeah really exciting we found out a little bit about why you wanted to join this profession and what your aim is and who you want to help but let's take a, a sideways step 
What do you like doing outside of work, Rachel? Gosh, after the last year we've all had, that's a difficult question to answer because I feel like other than working, there's not been much I've been able to do. But in, in normal times, shall we say, I'm a big film and TV buff. Oh, so I okay. absolutely love going to the cinema, which of course we haven't been able to do, but I can't wait to be able to go back to it. Mm-hmm. And I love the theatre as well for the same reason. Oh, so yes. definitely any kind of entertainment, that's really what I'm really passionate about. But then something that I've picked up over lockdown, so mm-hmm. perhaps a silver lining, is yoga. And mm-hmm. I've found that aside from the physical benefits, which there are many, it's the mental benefits for me. It's something that's kept me really grounded over the last year where everything's been so out of my control to have something that I've come to the mat once a week and I know what I'm going to do because it's always, it's vinyasa. So it's always the same routine every week. So it's a way to check in with your body and check in with your mind. So it's no uncertainty around it. So vinyasa means it's a set routine then for a yoga person. Oh, there we go. I didn't know that. I have done doubled, but I didn't, I know there's different types of, of yoga styles So that calms you down and and keeps you in control then, does it? I think there's something to be said about whatever movement brings you joy, any kind of physical movement, whether you're going to the gym six or seven days a week Mm -hmm. or you're just doing a little bit every couple of weeks. I think there's something to be said for doing a little bit of physical activity and it helping with your brain and being able to switch off. I think in the last year, a lot of people haven't had as much of a divide between work and outside of work. If they've been working from home, you've seen headlines that say, are you working from home or are you living at work? Yeah, that is very true. That is very true. So for me, it was something mm. where I could connect to myself and I could put all of my work stuff away and mm-hmm. it was just time for me. So that's my other big passion at the moment. I suppose in a way the film and entertainment is a little bit of what, escapism, would you yeah, say? Yeah, I'd say so. And I, I think it goes back to being a child because I always loved reading. And I always found that I had quite an active imagination. And so I think what I love about films, particularly if they're quite fantastical and and completely out of this world, like a a huge Star Wars fan, so (laughs) anything like that, I think I just love letting my imagination run wild and feeling like I'm in that world. So I do still love reading, and that's something I I try and make time every night to do a little bit of reading. Some days it's easier than others. Of course, you've spent the last couple of years reading lots of financial (laughs) qualifications. Yeah, that's not so fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's more necessary the leisure leisure reading maybe i think oh i know you like reading books but perhaps you might have a gift to actually writing them too at some point because i do feel that there's an area there that we can help with young people perhaps put some words down on a even an ebook just to help with some of the financial education that we want to impart i've got to bring this back around to financial now <laughs> you tell me shoehorning that in shoehorning that in no but I, I, coming back to the beginning of our podcast here it's just so lovely to have you working here as a fresh face someone who's new got the energy and the the drive to really go out and help people and I think that simplicity we are very lucky to have you here oh, I appreciate it and I'm excited too yeah. I think that the more I can get out to young people that actually financial advice is a really worthwhile industry to be in I think mm. that it's it's what you can do because like you said earlier I, I'm younger and I'm going to be able to connect to those younger clients a little bit better than perhaps somebody in their 50s I think it's gonna be a good thing perfect thank you so much for Anytime. all of your um all your words of of advice wisdom and and just sharing what a good egg you are I don't think I can take all the credit for You're that the mother hen if we're sticking to the chicken theme. <laughs> I like that well from one mother hen to her baby chick we're now going to say goodbye <laughs> and uh, look forward to the next podcast <laughs>